0: The Bible is more than the history of God. It's His story. And here to show you how God can contribute to your story is your host, Barbara Culver. We're continuing our study with the Holy Spirit. We've talked about who He is. Last week we shared that he convicts, and he convicts us of sin, of righteousness, and of judgment. This week we're going to talk about another thing that the Holy Spirit does. The Holy Spirit, Scripture tells us, fills us. There is a passage where it says, Be ye not drunk with wine, but be filled with the Holy Spirit. What does the Holy Spirit fill us with? That's what we're going to share with you tonight. Number one, he fills you with his presence, or he wants to fill you with his presence. He wants you to know that he's always there with you. He will always be there with you through good, bad, and ugly, through thick and thin. When you're down or when you're up, he's always there. But have you ever asked for His presence to be a little more than what you think? There have been times in my life when I've asked the Holy Spirit to fill me to overflow with His presence because life was hard. Life would be confusing and I would be discouraged in my life. And when I have that feeling of the Holy Spirit, his love overflows in me. His mercy comes out of me and all his grace. It's abounding in me. His presence does that to us. His presence will take us to a place in life where we don't have to wonder what God's doing, we can literally see it because there have been times when I didn't want to share with anyone the gospel, and yet the Holy Spirit would bring people into my life, and I found myself doing that. Well, that was His presence in me. He was the one that does it not me it is not me that loves that unlovable it is not me that wants to take control of my body my mind and my spirit how do we know we have the holy spirit because our spirit intercedes with his spirit And when we're filled with his spirit, we know we don't have to ask or wonder, are you present with me? We just know it. And it's an awesome feeling in life. His presence is just unmistakable. And sometimes unthinkable but so many people I have discovered believe that when they come to Christ and they surrender their lives to him that's all they've got of the Holy Spirit oh no friend he's like a river and he wants to flow through you and that river comes out of you and flows into the world But every day I need more of the Holy Spirit. You see, you don't ever get enough of Him. Or I don't. I don't think anybody can. I don't get enough of Him. I just want more of Him. The more I get, the more I want. And the more I want that satisfaction of feeling His presence in me and knowing that it's Him that's pointing things out to me that I can learn from and that I can teach others about. I've been studying Samuel and I haven't studied Samuel for a long time. And I've forgotten a lot of the lessons that you can learn from the book of Samuel. Samuel is about Samuel's life and how he learned to listen to God. But it was also about Saul's life, who was God's appointed king for the Israelites. But in the source of time, Saul lost his want to with God. He wanted other things besides God. And that anointing of the Holy Spirit was taken away from him. But if you have the Holy Spirit, it's not upon you, it is in you. If you have believed in Christ, if you have accepted His gift of forgiveness and of salvation, you have the Holy Spirit. And He's always there. But I just want more of Him. I don't want just a little dab today a little dab will do me. No, I want to be filled up with his presence so that I can always count on him to always answer my prayers and to help me even when I don't know how to pray. He's the one that prays for me when I don't have the words to say or I don't know how to do something. I'm always telling the Holy Spirit, I don't know how to do that. So you're going to have to teach me. And he does. And he does it in different ways. Sometimes he uses scripture. Sometimes he uses other people. Sometimes he uses nature. And I marvel at his presence in my life. The second thing he fills us with is his power. Now, remember, God speaks it. Jesus sees it gets carried out. But the power to accomplish anything comes from the Holy Spirit. And he wants to fill us up with that power so that we will know it wasn't me that did that. It was the Holy Spirit in me. I'll give you a little example. In our family, we've had some divorces. And let me make it clear. I am not condemning anybody that gets divorced. That's between you and the Lord. And it's no greater sin than the sins that I commit of condemning you for it. So I don't condemn you. But at the time that the divorce happened, my daughter came to me and she said, I was afraid to tell you. And I said, Why? And she said, Because I know how you feel about divorce. I said, That's your life. It's not mine. I can't condemn you for that because my sin of condemning you would be just as bad. So I can't condemn you. But I knew a lot of the things that went on in her marriage. And I knew she was hurt, deeply, deeply hurt. And at the time, I had no desire to see her husband, none. But as time went on and through the Holy Spirit's power, I began to forgive him. I began also to pray for him to get back into the family of God. Now, I didn't know how God was going to do that. I didn't know where God was going to send him to. But I soon learned. You see, my daughter came back to church, was loved and accepted, was not condemned. But she was never content in the place that she was at. And that saddened me because it was with me and her dad. And people that loved her and wanted to minister to her. But she just couldn't find that contentment of being with a body of believers. And so time went on and she eventually left our church and went to my other daughter's church. And she came to me and she said, I think I'm going to move my membership. And I said, that's great. I don't have a problem with that. Now, all the time this was happening, I didn't know what God was doing or what the Holy Spirit was doing in people. I just knew he gave me a desire to pray for her husband to be in a family of God somewhere. Time passed. One day we look up. And her husband is back at church, at our church. And I'm going to be honest with you people. I didn't even want to look at him in the face. Because I knew the pain that she had dealt with. But then I also knew he was in pain. Because he really didn't want the divorce. But she was not happy. And I sat there through that church service knowing that I was going to have to go talk to this man. I mean, that was just a given. I could not ignore him. And so I sat all the I couldn't even tell you what the preacher preached on that Sunday. Because I sat there that whole service praying telling the Holy Spirit I can't do this I don't know how I'm going to do this so you are going to have to do it for me and I'm honest about it I I was really struggling with it but when that service ended And my husband and I got up. It was like the Spirit took me by the hand. Led me to him. And I hugged him. Now, after several months, I have come to realize God knew that he would never go to another family of God. This was where he was planted and God wanted him back in there. And so he allowed my daughter to be discontented and leave. So it would open the door for him to come back. And I've had people ask me, are you okay with this? And I said, As long as the Spirit's okay with it, I'm okay with it. You see, that's the power that was in me. It wasn't me. It was His power that led me over to Him so that I could minister to Him. The third thing He wants to fill us with is provision. Because anything he calls you to do, he will provide for you, whatever it is. When I began this podcast, as I've shared, I didn't know anything about doing podcasts. I didn't know how to do it. I had to really teach myself through the power and the provision of the Holy Spirit. But God provided this for me. And I marvel at that. Because there's no other way I could have done a podcast. I love teaching about him, about him in my life, how he has operated in my life, all my life, even before I became a Christian. God was there, and God was with me. He was setting me up for what he had planned for me. That's what he's doing. I don't care what's going on in your life today. God has a plan for it. And this is just a part of that plan. It's being played out in your life. It may be a hard time. God's got a good time coming up. Joseph went through really hard times. But in the end, God provided for what he needed Joseph to do. He does the same in your life. He does it in my life. And you have to stand amazed in his presence at how he does these things and what lengths he goes to to tell us, I'm there with you. I'm holding your hand. And when you can't do any more, I'm carrying you through. Oh, he's such an amazing father. And the Lord Jesus is just, there's not even words to describe his name, but the power of the Holy Spirit to know that power is the same power that brought Jesus out of the grave for me is just mind boggling. And to know that he's in me, he's in you, he's in all my brothers and sisters in Christ. I don't know how he does it because his power is so much greater than any power that we can even imagine. His power can change a person's mind, can change a person's heart, and can change a person's life forever. We'll go on continue next week with our study of the Holy spirit. It's my favorite thing to talk about because I've learned so much from him. He teaches me all the time, but until that time, when we meet again, you have a blessed week in the Lord and listen to the Holy spirit. Be filled with him today with his presence, with his power and with his provisions. Bye for now.